Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Start the week here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You can sign up at blazetv.com and use the promo code more unleashed for $15 off your subscription because you're going to want that subscription. Starting a week from today, uh, Monday, March 21st, you'll get another segment of Pat Gray Unleashed called Overtime. There it is. There it is. There it is. Right there. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that starts next Monday. Pat Gray Overtime. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. Promo code more unleashed to get 15 bucks off. And starting today, uh, resuming today, Pat Gray Bingo. Hey, our first season. bingo card of the season and the new year. And just shortly after Pat Gray New Year, which was uh, just 11 <laughs> days ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the bingo squares that you will find on your bingo card, which is pinned to the top of uh, Pat Gray, Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, uh, Biden saying, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Making the apocalypse fun. Uh, Keith mentions at the mic show.com. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's a chance. Square number four. And then uh, uh, we got this, which I love from Al. You need to play this. Uh, yeah. He betrayed this country. He betrayed this country. He betrayed this country. He played on our fears. He played on our fears. Right. He betrayed this country. Boy, you could have had him as president. Ah oh, man, did we miss miss mm, out there? Just five hundred and thirty-seven votes away. Ah, oh, so close. Mm. Uh, Fifteen days to flatten the curve. I know what you're asking, and the answer is no. <laughs> Uh, I kicked that cracker's ass. Oh, yeah. That's from uh, <clears throat> Eric Adams, right? Oh, um, yeah. I don't know if I have that. It's the uh, new mayor of New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't uh, currently have. Okay. We'll have to find that. Uh, so, so it sounds like I kicked that cracker's ass. <laughs> That's what it kind of sounds like. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy saying, uh, look it up. Am I wearing? Am I wearing pants, <laughs> Jeffy? Uh, that's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, then we got. Uh, I will transmit this to Vladimir. Uh, I don't know. That's somewhere in the machine with Barack Obama, S- yeah, right? And uh, Med uh, Medvedev. Medvedev of uh, mm-hmm. Russia. Yeah. I wonder what he's up to these days, huh? Medvedev. Yeah. He's probably been it's killed. Like, yeah, he's like, hey, I, I was somebody. Right. Hmm. And uh, Putin's saying, mm, no, you weren't. Nah, not well, really. Well, I'm going to look up his own Wikipedia here. Dmitry Medvedev. This is my last election. There we go. Yeah, and after my election, I have more flexibility. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I understand. I transmit this information to Vladimir and Lysander. I think that was it. Was that it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. it. It's just annoying. You know, you, you yeah. know, it's like these cameras. It's like, let the men talk already. I know. Stop snapping all those right? photos. Leave them alone. God, what do you think they are? World leaders? Then in the middle, uh, suboptimal. Uh, and then I eat a plant-based centered <laughs> life. I eat a plant-based centered life. Yeah. He doesn't live it. He eats it. <laughs> uh, Keith. 
I mean... I mean what? Then we got renewable goo to talk about. That usually comes up in oil talk. Uh Uh-huh. Keith, uh, watershed moment. Watershed moment, 2022. It sure is. What a world. What a world made it to the... uh, How'd that happen? You must have redone it, huh? A little bit. You redid one. I didn't do anything. It's just too muck and fudge. Just too muck and fudge redid one. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, If I may be so bold... And then we got blank days with no <clears throat> cancer cure. Thank you, Joe Biden. Because uh, Joe's promised us a cure here. Uh, I haven't grown a third tail. I haven't from... grown a third tail. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got your sh- uh, Travis Shemockery. Uh, Jeffy, write your own jokes. Everyone has a podcast. And Carmen line? God. Weightlessness. <laughs> oh, Jesus. When they went Carmen to outer space. Line. You remember that? Carmen line. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is the weirdest thing. Uh-huh. When you if you've have you seen the documentary about his going no. to space? Yeah, I watched that because I I don't know I was that stinking bored <laughs> wow. uh, Wait, last what? week sometime wow. and and uh, it was just he's we, he's a weird guy he's a different kind of cat so uh, it's just interesting to see him talk all, all all the way through that hour and 15 minutes or so by the way uh <clears throat> medvedev and uh, putin seems like they had a falling out and Did so they? he is kind of lucky to be alive uh is he alive assuming he is still alive yeah assuming he's not <laughs> in siberia uh or you know gone through some uh hmm. i don't know meat grinder He's got more time on his hands now. Uh, Medvedev is an amateur photographer. Oh, wow. So he can uh, spend more time uh, taking pictures of lovely Mother Russia. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. Why don't we call the United States Mother U.S., Mother America? That's weird, isn't it? Uh, You had the fatherland, you got the motherland, and it seems like that never goes well. So maybe it's a good thing we don't have You got the Uncle Sam. No, it's does true. That, does that count for anything? Mm, yeah, it's not a mother or father, but it's a relative, so I guess that's fine. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Good times in the world, though. Good times in the world. Another fun weekend of just a uh-huh. slow news weekend. Nothing going on yeah. at all. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, except a war Okay. Is and right? uh, inflation, mm. gas prices out of control. Ooh, gas prices went down Predictions a penny. of doom went down a penny? It went down a penny. Did pa- they? The leadership of Joe Biden has come through for us here in the United States of America, mm-hmm. and it's gone down from Friday one cent, according to AAA. Wow. That's helpful. Sure is. <laughs> Although um, uh, I saw where predictions are across the board. Uh, expect uh, over $4 for the foreseeable future. Yes. Yay! See, I gave you just a touch of good news, and I brought it right back. Yeah, you pulled it right How'd back. How'd that feel? Hmm? It didn't feel that bad because the penny wasn't that big a deal to me. You know, so what? you didn't take me that far in the right direction okay. before you pulled me back in the wrong. All right, but this is the yeah. same guy who got you 12 pennies last July. Remember that? July uh, 4th? Uh-huh. Say, Look, it's 12 bucks cheaper if you eat, well... Whatever I put on this stupid list of no, food. it was sixteen cents. Sixteen? Cheap. I thought it was twelve. It was sixteen cents cheaper. Wow, sixteen yeah. cents he was saving us. Yeah, boy, you don't get those days back. Twelve bucks. I mean, that would have been real savings. No, I didn't say twelve bucks. I said twelve cents. If I said twelve bucks, I missed. I believe but it's, you did. It's only check the tape, Corby. Check the so tape. So twelve Corby. cents, sixteen cents. Either way, it's nothing <laughs> like what we're getting now with the one cent uh, at the pump. 
Right. I mean, that'll make up for everything. <laughs> yeah. So instead of paying $92 from last time, right. I'll pay ninety one ninety nine. So you got it. So and that's, that's less, right? I'm very excited. That's less. You it's know, less. We're not in a time where you can say, uh, are you better off now than you were four years ago? It's, are you better off now than you were four days ago? Because mm-hmm. chances are no. In some cases, four minutes ago. Four minutes ago. Cha-ching. Jeez. Ugh. What a world. Mm-hmm. What a world. All right, uh, 888-900-3393. So it begins. <laughs> <laughs> what? And so what begins? The, the, the show. The, the show. Yeah, Monday, okay. Monday. All right. Uh, I love the fact that uh, Biden again claimed that uh, inflation is Putin's fault. They, they just keep repeating the lie. Do we have that? Mm-hmm. Okay, here he is uh, telling us whose fault it is. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I love you oh. know, Republicans saying it's Biden's gas pipeline. By, by Biden said he's going to stop Biden. the Keystone Pipeline, pop, pop, and I did. Pipe, and, and that's did. the reason prices went up. Folks, let's get something straight here. Okay. Let's get something straight. The Keystone Pipeline was two years yeah. away. Yeah. It had been 2% finished. No. Give me a break. It was not 2% finished. Okay. Give me a break. Give him a break. Give us a break with the Putin thing. You've been in office a year. This has been going on two weeks. This lying sack of crap. It would have been finished next year oh if he hadn't gosh. have stopped it. So, yes, it was two years away, and now but it would it be one year away. It wasn't only 2% finished. Come on. <laughs> Give me a break here. Uh, come on, people. I mean, that's it, the line. It, really get, it does get to him, though. Mm-hmm. He can't stand being blamed for things. And he will take no responsibility for anything that's ever happened that's uh, that's negative. Remember when they used to try to get George W. Bush to admit mistakes? And when he didn't, it was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy won't even admit he's made a single mistake. <laughs> uh, what about this guy? Right. Anybody notice the fact that he takes zero responsibility? They are desperately trying to get that Biden or that uh, Putin caused the gas prices uh, to go up. They're trying to get that to stick. Oh yeah! Oh, time. absolutely, they are. Yeah. And and blaming inflation on him, mm-hmm. which has been going on since he got into office. Inflation and gas prices are all Putin's fault, despite the fact that he's. This has been going on for what twelve days, fourteen, and eh, it's a little over. Two weeks, like 17 days. So uh, he is responsible for some of it. And it has gone up since the war started. Oh, look, they're trying to get that Putin sticker to, to replace the Biden one at the pump. They want that desperately. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Yeah. Anytime you see the, the Putin thing, you should put the Biden thing. Uh huh. Right there. Just like you did, Rob. Yeah. Nice job. That's yeah. great. But I mean, that is the talking point. Putin, Putin, Putin. He caused yep. your angst. I don't know if you want to play Nancy Pelosi. She was out pushing that line as well. Sure. Ugh, she is Let's incoherent at best. Let's get back to the question the larger <laughs> issue about Putin's tax. That's, a, a, that's really Putin's gas hike. Jeez. That's his gas hike. This so much of this uh, increase in the gas tax, uh, gas uh, price gas started. Uh, price. Uh, uh, She's as bad as Biden is now. Leading up to what happened there. <laughs> Man, She's good, right? What a bunch of incoherent buffoons! Ah, <laughs> oh, it's really agonizing. Yeah, really agonizing to see these people.
And they've only been off in office, each of them, for 40 to 50 years. Yeah. So it's give, not bad. Give them a chance to make a difference uh, <laughs> yeah. in the world. Right. Right. I mean, since 1972, you think something good should have been done by Joe Biden? No. I mean. <clears throat> That's not time enough. It hasn't even been 100 years yet. Meanwhile, Alaska's governor says the state is awash in energy, but can't capitalize on it. Joe Biden could lower prices at the pump for consumers if he would remove some of the barriers to oil and gas projects. Mm. According to Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy, Alaska is awash in energy, but not able to capitalize. So frustrating. It is nearly shovel-ready, could be built by 2025 and 2026 and would supply some 160,000 barrels of oil per day. They're talking about the uh, pipeline in Alaska that can't be built because Joe Biden doesn't want it built. Dunleavy also derided a decision by the Biden administration to request a U.S. district court to suspend right away on the Ambler Road Project, a 211-mile private industrial access road from the Dalton Highway to the Ambler Mining District in the northwest Arctic Borough. The area contains deposits, deposits of minerals and other elements that could have created jobs and revenue once the mines were started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Multiple projects. It's not just the Keystone Pipeline from Canada and Alberta and all that good stuff. It's, it's a lot of stuff that's been shut down and taken to court. And let's not forget Anwar. Right? Why aren't we drilling in Anwar? The U.S. should not be begging for oil from dictatorships such as Iran and Venezuela, Dunleavy said. <clears throat> we can produce it at home with the highest of standards for environmental protection if you will simply let us. And they won't. And they won't. You know that everybody, uh, all the citizens in Alaska get a little subsidy from the state every year? Get a little mm-hmm. check in the mail? Mm-hmm. Comes from the oil industry? Uh, because they do so well in oil. Um, I mean, let's see, who was I talking to? Is it, uh, might be my son's wife's family gets a, a check, I think for $7,000 a year. Wow. From the, I mean, that's, that's not nothing. Yeah. That's, that's kind of helpful. But why would you want to provide American jobs with an American resource mm-hmm. and then pay Americans money when you could go to <laughs> dictatorships halfway across the world? It's a good point. And get it why from would there. you want, we were, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to do that. Uh, you have a. It's uh, much better to do it with the dictators. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a pathead Scott Randall who tweeted at me this weekend. He's like, just you watch. They're gonna do everything they can to to change the size of a barrel of oil. It's gonna kind of be shrinkflation is gonna hit the barrels of oil <laughs> size, so they can say, look, we're exporting more barrels now. Uh, that would be funny if it probably would be weren't true. And right. Pro- somebody's going to spitball that idea at the next cabinet meeting. Just you wait. Ugh. I don't laugh when I see those supposed half-gallon containers of ice cream from Breyers. Right? Haagen-Dazs. And they're actually, a, I don't know, like a quart. Yeah. Uh, they're just, it's, it, they try to trick you with that. Yeah. And then they charge more money for less ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. And yes, of course they do that with oil. And by the way, so that's probably coming. Even if we're <clears throat> cutting off Russian oil, which that remains to be seen uh, in practice, um, India mm. is talking about uh, doing some trading to get more uh, oil from Russia, and maybe they're going to use the uh, Chinese yuan uh, as currency. I'm telling you, this is mm. not good. Uh, 
That's not good. It's it's not good on so many levels here. Uh, it's not only the fact that 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 if they had this deal, because India is such a huge country, that's a lot of oil they would be getting from Russia, which would keep Russia's pipeline lifeline going. Right? Mm-hmm. Then you're then you're uh, empowering the the Chinese currency in, in a world where mm-hmm. the dollar is losing influence and value by the minute. Thank you, printing presses at the U.S. Mint. But on top of that. I don't want to see India, this huge population base, align with China and Russia because when World War III comes, that's a population base you're going to want on your side. <sighs> there are only a few people behind China. We realized that, I think, last week when we looked yeah. up the yeah. the population of China's 1.4 billion. They're like 1.398 or something. Very it's close. Really close and to, the, to being the largest country on earth. And now. you want those two countries on the same side of a global conflict? Oh. No. No. <laughs> Hands up, don't shoot. Seriously. Already you have Russia and China that are aligned together. Mm-hmm. And then to have Russia, China, India. <laughs> Did you see Russia ask China to help us yeah. out with Ukraine? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. With equipment and things, which shows yeah. that they're really they are hurting. Mm-hmm. I mean, their their yeah. economy is on the verge of collapse. Yeah. And so for them to reach out to China like that and say, hey, uh, help us. Yeah. That's help a- you beat Ukraine? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good sign. Really? But a scary sign at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, please wow. don't get involved, China, please. That is crazy. All right. Let me tell you about uh, CBDistillery.com. Does CBD work? Well, over 90% of doctors said their patients have used CBD to treat a health condition. When 9 out of 10 patients use CBD, that speaks volumes about how safe and effective CBD can be. Let me tell you about CBDistillery.com. With over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is the source I trust. When patients tell their doctors that they use CBD for help with their health conditions, some of the conditions that they're talking about are sleeping problems. 90% of CB, uh, CB Distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. Uh, nagging discomfort and pain and soreness 80 percent of customers said cbd helps them with discomfort especially after physical activity so if you're looking for a little peace and calm these days you'd be wise to check out cbd as well if you haven't discovered the power of cbd you're missing out go to cbdistillery.com where you order online with no prescription required and enter pat for 20 percent off again enter pat for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Pat Ray. If anybody can fix this, you know who it is. I don't have to tell you. Hmm? It's Kamala Harris, of course. <laughs> She's on tour of Eastern Europe right now. Uh-huh. And you can already tell that things are just starting to quiet down because of it. <laughs> she's just <laughs> she's just relaxing, making everybody relax, feel good about themselves, and uh, understand the power and might of the United States of America. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was just asked a question about inflation on her little Eastern, Eastern European tour. Oh, good. So she has a chance to keep us calm. Yeah. By... T- easing our fears from over there. Yeah, and here's how she did that. And if I can ask you, Madam Vice President, President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty, but there does seem to be no end game in sight. 
how long should Americans expect, how long should we be bracing for um, this really sort of um, historic inflation, inflation. and okay. some unprecedented gas prices? Inflation and gas prices, that's the question. Here we go. Sure. Wait, why is she looking at the Romanian guy for that? What? <laughs> Uh, hello? Okay. Inflation. In terms of uh, the discussions that uh -huh. the President Johannes and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of American? the Black Sea, and I'll let him what? explain including in more the detail issue of what? The like, Black Sea. Uh, but we <laughs> Pause it for are, a second. Again, <laughs> no, that's... Okay, inflation and gas prices. Yeah. Well, in terms of the Black Sea... Oh, this uh, isn't a good start. Wait, what? It was a bad sign when she turned to the president of Romania. And it took her like 10 seconds to, to begin to speak. Do you want to speak on American inflation <laughs> and gas prices back you, home? You want to tell him? Uh, no, you you take this one. <laughs> what What is happening? She's looking at the wrong talking points. Has no Didn't listen to the question at all. Really bizarre. And it just gets worse from there. Let's see it. Explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, but we are, again... Mm -hmm. Fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the president, with his administration here, Wait, about the concerns that they have about the entire region and, frankly, the vulnerability. Uh, what in the hell? All you have to do is look at the map. <laughs> look at the map. To, and you'll see the infl inflation yeah. and the gas prices. Okay. So, Just look at the map. So look, look, this administration right. mm -hmm. tried to blame uh, oil CEOs, big oil, right? Then that didn't work. Now it's Biden. That's not working. So now I guess we're supposed to blame Romania because he's obviously the one responsible. That is bizarre. She is out to lunch. Uh, she was not paying attention to the question at all and had no idea where she was. And who knows what question she was even answering there? I don't know. Because it certainly wasn't the inflation gas price question. Blame Romania. That was weird. Jeez. But she's in constant, constant communication with the Romanian leader. Uh, so we've got that going for us on the inflation front. Because he's concerned about what's going on in the region. Uh, I guess talking about uh -huh. the gas pumps in your neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Romania's president keeping a close eye on American inflation, is he? I appreciate that, though. Yeah, that's good. We need allies. That's great. We do. Yeah, we do. Because certainly our administration can't do anything about it. Maybe he can. <laughs> I don't know. What? Oh man! I just let's see how long it took her to even begin to answer the question. Well, you know let's she's count. in trouble when she looks at the other guy and he's thinking, uh -huh. "The hell! I'm not going to answer a question about American inflation." She did that the other day too with uh, one of the other <laughs> world leaders. Let's see this one more time. I can ask you, Madam Vice President. Okay. Uh -huh. President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty, but there does seem to be no end game in sight. How long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing? How long for, should we wait for your answer? Um, this really sort of oh. um, historic inflation huh? and some unprecedented gas prices. Thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four, thousand five, thousand six, seven, eight. In nine, terms of uh, the nine discussions that the president. Johannes and I had. Yeah, uh, she was, okay. All right, subject. so we got it. She was jamming out to a tune in her head and didn't listen to the question and just hoped that she was <laughs> answering it correctly. Really something. I don't know if I've ever seen uh, that obvious a terrible answer. That obvious a non-answer to a question somebody has directly asked her. And that, she's at a press conference. I mean, that's happened to all of us in class. 
where like the teacher calls on you mm-hmm. and you're off somewhere else, man. Yeah. And then they're like, so what's the capital of Montana? Well, um, inflation rises when uh, we spend a lot of, and then Putin invades countries. Check the map. Oh yeah, you got yeah. there. You got there. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. there. Check got the there. map. That was actually a better answer than she gave. So <laughs> no kidding. I mean, just <sighs> just just check the map. Check the map. Okay, that'll be on a future bingo card. <laughs> check the map. <laughs> uh, MSNBC had uh, former U.S. ambassador to Russia uh, under Barack Obama, Mark uh, McFain. McFall. McFall. Mm-hmm. Is it McFall? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark McFall. He How's made it sound like working out over there. He made it sound like uh, Putin is uh, worse than Hitler uh, over the weekend as he's speaking about Putin. And, and I wanted bad, to say one other thing. I was but, just on Ukrainian television uh-huh. uh, just 30 minutes ago. Mm. Brave journalists, just like uh, our team covering the war there in Kiev. Um, and one of the commentators said something interesting about how horrific this war is. Uh, and remember, these are people where who suffered under fascism that fought the Nazis. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, as the Nazis came and the, 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 then the Red Army came back through. Uh, one of the Russian uh, journalists said, you know, there's one difference between Hitler when he was coming in uh, and Putin, uh-huh. Hitler didn't kill ethnic Germans. He didn't. He didn't kill German-speaking people. That's oh, a very so Putin's actually worse. Need to remember that when we're talking about hmm. cities like Kharkiv huh. and Mariupol and Kiev, there are large populations there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. up to a third and sometimes as much to a half that are Russian speakers and are ethnic Russians. And yet Putin doesn't seem to be, uh, care about that. He slaughters mm-hmm. the very people. He said he has come to liberate. Mm. Yeah. Well. But see, Hitler, Hitler wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. <ethnic> Germans, so <laughs> oh, Hitler, obviously, geez. not nearly as bad as Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I just... This, this. And you don't have to convince me that Putin's a bad guy. Right. I don't have any doubt of that in my mind. But, you know, can we keep some perspective here, no. please? No, we can't. No, we can't. No, from the, from the second... No. Uh, Putin crossed the border into Ukraine. There's been no perspective whatsoever. No. Mm. And these are the same people who were just telling us uh, a while ago that Russia's no threat. Putin's no problem. No. These are these are the same people. The 80s called and they want their policies back. Oh. Okay. Well, how do you <laughs> feel about the 80s now? <laughs> Jeez. Boy, I'd give anything to have the 80s now. Oh, man. Mm. I mean, we thought things were bad then. Mm -hmm. We had no idea, which is kind of scary for now, too, right? Because we think things are bad now. (laughs) What are they going to be like? Oh, no. And it could be very, very, very ugly. Hey, I just, I was thinking, you know how Kamala Harris is over there visiting all these leaders and stuff? Is that a slight to them when they're standing there with their president and it's our vice president Mm. standing there? I mean, it's like. Yeah. And I don't know, just the thought of could Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if they think it's a slight or they're just glad that got, buffoon's not there with them. Mm. Maybe they'd rather put up with her. They got off easy, yeah. Uh, than him. Uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. But it's, it is it is interesting that we're sending our vice president over there. Why, why isn't he over there right now? That's, uh, because he's too busy going to Delaware. Worth considering. Yeah, that's right. If Delaware were an Eastern European country, he'd be there every weekend. 
or something. Or something. <laughs> also, uh, this lady has a plan on uh, who from our country should be going to fight Russia in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the unvaccinated should be drafted. The unvaccinated <laughs> should have to go fight this war. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> you, traitor. Move to Russia. No, <laughs> you. You. <laughs> Okay, you are the one who voted for this nightmare. Right. You are the people who voted for a guy who's an absolute joke, and that's why the world is doing this. They view him as the joke he is, okay? okay. Also, really quickly, you have to be vaccinated to serve. So why don't you people march your happy little asses to an airport and go fight this war? Yeah! This is on Biden, and this is on you, the Biden voters. The ones that are actually alive, not the dead ones. Yeah, I like her. Uh, that's good stuff. I like right? her. Yep. Is she a known entity on YouTube? We don't know. I have no okay. idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of that, we got to play something that Bill Maher said. Uh, it's a little too long for right now, okay. but we'll play it. We'll play it after the break here because Bill Maher making just a little bit of sense accentuates make, her point. Yeah. Yep. Now he'll piss you off along the way because <laughs> he's got to throw some red meat to the audience. But uh, then he comes around to reality and uh, makes a really good point. Get into that coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, so uh, Bill Maher. On whatever it is the show is called of his. uh, (laughs) Real time? No. Uh, politically incorrect? No, hey, I don't, know uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> what real time? Is it real time? Real time? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. It is real time. I got it. All right. <laughs> so on yeah. real time with Bill Maher, uh-huh. uh, he was talking about the war and whose fault it is and uh, all of that kind of stuff. You know, the political divide in this country. So naturally, Republicans blamed Ukraine on Biden being the worst president ever. And Democrats blamed it on Trump's being the worst president ever. Which he was, there is that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, There is. (laughs) Oh, man. Did they have to be prompted to clap and laugh at that? I'm sure they did, yeah. I'm sure they did. But I'm not sure I can follow Biden's logic all the way when he dragged January 6th into this. He said, look, how would you feel if you saw a crowd storm and break down the doors of the British Parliament, kill five cops, injure 145? Okay, nobody killed five cops. What the hell? Why do they keep repeating that lie? Well, obviously, they... They just are trying to make this into the into the day democracy almost died. Is that a Biden quote he was doing there? Yeah. Or was he saying Yeah, that? he was okay. Okay. yeah, he was quoting Biden. Kill five cops. Nobody killed any cops. No one. Two cops, I believe two, died. And then later on, like a month or so later, I think another couple committed suicide or or died of natural causes. Nobody was killed. Except a person in the mob, in the so-called Trump mob, who, by the way, uh, was unarmed and was just summarily shot dead by one of the one of the Capitol Hill cl- cl- cops. So I, I'm just really tired of the lie. I'm really tired of the January 6th lies. Uh, was was it a garden party? No, it wasn't. But neither was it an insurrection. Ridiculous. But. 
the the best is yet to come here. Oh, the German yeah. Bundestag or the Italian Parliament. I think you'd wonder. Okay, but mm. if Putin thought Trump was really that supportive of him, mm-hmm. why didn't he invade when Trump was in office? Yes. It's at least worth asking that question if you're not locked into one intransigent thought. Thank you. Yes, it is at least worth asking the question. Right. If Trump and Putin were so close, so buddy-buddy, why didn't he invade Ukraine back then? Mm-hmm. That would have made sense, right? And it's no secret that Putin wants to get the band back together and have the USSR the way it was 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Yes. You'd think when Donald Trump, who supposedly is Putin's lapdog, according to the left, was in office, that's when you would just start gobbling up all of these former republics. Oh, yeah, we're going to mm-hmm. get it all back the way it was. No, Didn't instead, he's peep. doing it now. Didn't hear a peep out of him. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a good question mm-hmm. from Bill Maher. Uh, good for him for asking it. Uh, we got some tweets here. Rowdy Introvert tweets, uh, Speaking of Uncle Sam, how long until the left pushes to have Uncle Sam identified as a woman or non-binary? Uncle Samantha, perhaps, <laughs> from Pastor Sam. And you know what else was killed besides our oil when Keystone was shut down, Mr. President? Yeah, a little thing called jobs. Might have heard of those. Yeah, well, hmm? he has heard of those because he actually he actually took the time to spell it out one day. Oh, yeah, back during the 2008 campaign. That's uh-huh. when I remember this. Yep. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S, jobs. <laughs> <laughs> It happens to be a three-letter word, J-O-B-S, that was, jobs. That was 14 years ago Yeah, when he was still mentally aware of his surroundings. Yeah, we should have known. But mm-hmm. but he's always had an issue with numbers, obviously, before the mental decline. That's very weight. true. Hmm. Yeah, it's just much heightened now. Yeah, I'll be careful how much I uh, point that out, though, being that I'm not a wizard with numbers <laughs> myself. <laughs> Uh, from Stephen, Kamala Harris would have been would have had a better answer about inflation by cackling. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been. A... Oh. Uh. Oh, All right. Who's more hideous? Oh, it's, that's tough. Uh-huh, see, that's hard. <laughs> Maybe that's a poll. I don't know. Okay, you want the Maybe the that's poll? a poll. Have we done that before? I'm going to put we? that. I don't know. Might have. At, Just ask who's the... more hideous. It doesn't have to be about the cackle because I think we did the cackle before. Okay. But who's more hideous? Who's more hideous? Hillary uh-huh. or Kamala. Okay, we'll put that at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, don't forget, that's where you can also find your uh, uh, Pat Gray bingo. I think, we, I think it might be Kamala because she's in our face now. And Hillary's not mm. as much. Hmm. Maybe. So you think that's I don't a, know. A recency bias is yeah. going to win the day there? I think so. Okay. Uh, all right. Also, uh, don't try to tell Joe Biden that it's any fault of his administration that inflation is so bad. He's sick of hearing it from you. Okay? <laughs> Pipe down. It's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> wow. To use his phrase. Uh, here he is. I'm sick of this stuff. Yeah. He's sick of it. You have to talk about it because the American people Mm -hmm. think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. Oh, my gosh. That's unbelievable. That is is unbelievable. So the government spending more money than we have has nothing to do with inflation. Mm -hmm. By printing money, 
that is based in nothing, that doesn't drive up the cost of anything. Let's ask Zimbabwe about that mm-hmm. and uh, Venezuela wow. and the Weimar Republic back in the 30s. I wonder if they'd have any sort of advice on whether or not government spending contributes to inflation. Hmm. Yeah, more dollars, printing them every day, chasing fewer goods. Mm-hmm. Biden inflation. So it's just not true. Uh, and the one, the one you have to blame, of course, is is uh, Vladimir Putin. And obviously, Putin's not up for election in the United States. So there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> there's just nothing we can do about it. Uh, we'd love it, you know. If we had any control over our own economy, but we don't. <laughs> it's that damnable Vladimir Putin that's ruining everything. So blame him. If you don't want to vote for him, don't. Okay, but vote for us because we'll fix. We'll get this thing fixed. Yeah, the the weather was really soon miserable here in Texas on Friday. If you recall, remember it was I do snowing recall. and sleeting, mm-hmm. freezing rain. In the middle of March after a seventy five degree day the mm-hmm. day before, it was uh, what thirty seven. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, you know who was to blame, right? Vladimir Putin. Thank you very much, Vladimir Stub Putin. Stub your toe. Whose fault? Vladimir Putin. Thank you so much. Whatever's in your way of your toe wouldn't have been there if it weren't for Putin in this damn war. I'm glad somebody's finally saying it. Mm-hmm. What well, has to be said? Yes. The American people need to know who to blame. Mm-hmm. That it's not, you know, brain dead Biden. He's got nothing to do with any of this no, stuff. He's just a passenger, like the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, he's here. a passenger, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> On this runaway train to hell, he's just another passenger. Uh, here's some shocking news. Okay. From NBC, Americans are besieged by stress. Not my America. Yeah, that's what a poll found. Oh. Financial woes coupled with a barrage of horrifying scenes from Ukraine as Russia continues its invasion have pushed a majority of Americans to unprecedented levels of stress, according to a new report from the American Psychological Association. They needed a poll for this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Their annual Stress in America poll, published Thursday, found that U.S. adults already weary from two years of COVID are now overwhelmingly troubled by inflation and the war in Ukraine. According to the results, 87% of those surveyed cited rising costs of everyday items such as groceries and gas as a significant source of stress. Yeah. You think? Hmm. <laughs> and who did that? Who, who made the groceries go? Vladimir Putin. The same high percentage said their mental health was greatly affected by what has felt like a constant stream of crises without a break over the last two years. And 84% said the Russian invasion of Ukraine is terrifying to watch. Well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't be fun. Now that one you can blame Putin on. That one is, (laughs) yes. The shared feeling of stress among so many Americans was startling, said Lynn Bufka. A clinical psychologist. Wait, is that a clinical word from the clinical psychologist? Startling? Startling. Yes, it was startling. Okay. Um, While many people can feel stress, she said, they often cite different political or social reasons as a source. We don't usually see 80% of people telling us that a particular stressor is stressful for that many individuals. I bet. Well, yeah, but these are pretty big influences here. These are pretty large problems we're facing. And universal, because everybody buys groceries. Everyone. 
Virtually everyone buys gas. And so those are going to affect everyone. Yeah. It, you know, remember how Obama, into his second term, was still blaming Bush for something he inherited, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yep. None of this stuff you mentioned can Biden say that he inherited from Trump. Not the a single thing. The only thing he inherited from Trump that he took and ran with was the vaccine. Ugh, you can have yeah. that. Yeah. You and can that, have it. And that now is his. Mm-hmm. And that is his. He didn't. He didn't inherit high gas prices. He didn't inherit uh, inflation. Didn't inherit empty shelves. Right. Didn't inherit this uh, international problem in Afghanistan. Didn't inherit Ukraine and Russia's uh, issue there. Uh, it's all you. Bro. The only thing they can really say they inherited, but they didn't, was the border situation. Because the border situation got much worse under Biden very quickly, and it was because they encouraged people to come and sneak across the border. Illegally, because nothing was going to happen to them. Yeah, and, and and he didn't inherit that from Trump. I would argue he inherited that from the Republican Party, who refused to do what Trump asked them to do, which well, was fund a border yeah. wall. And they really inherited that from every president, mm -hmm. probably since Eisenhower. Because Eisenhower was the last to really try to clamp down on the border. But if you'll recall, when the Republican <clears throat> Party in power refused to put the wall up the way Trump wanted them to. Yeah. He had to sign an executive order. And what do you do with executive orders on day one when the next party takes office? You reverse it, which is what Biden did. Thank you, GOP. It'll be better, though, because they're going to win in the fall. That's what I hear. They're going to win in the fall, right? Yeah, because yeah. The and then they're going to fix it. Then they'll fix it. Then they'll fix it. Then they'll get it done. Yeah. Now, the last 12 times they had opportunities to fix it, Something got in their way. Yeah, it's just a, like themselves. It's a windy day. Uh, but uh, don't worry about that. That's not going to happen this time. This time, they mean it. This time. They mean it this time. <laughs> uh, and not only did they, you know, the executive order thing uh, is understandable because uh, it, it's, it's not a permanent solution. Right. In 2006, they mandated by law. Right. It doesn't matter. Does that the it? double fence be built. And they matter. still didn't do it. it. You're right. It doesn't matter if it's an executive nope. order or a law that goes through Congress. Doesn't matter. It's not going to do it. And it was Republicans again who had the majority and the executive office and still couldn't get it done, even though they passed a law. Yeah. One of them threw a monkey wrench into that law. It's absolutely incredible. When you look back on their track record, and we keep believing because, it, and it's it's because so I understand it, the Democrats are so awful <laughs> that we are ready to believe anything Republicans right? tell us. And so when they say, well, we're going to fix this, these Democrats are doing a crappy job, and we're like, yes, 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 go fix it, please. Yes. And then they get in office and they're like, well, we don't want to just run over the top of the minority party here. Mm -hmm. What we want to do is uh, reach a bipartisan solution to this Okay, thing. but we gave you complete <laughs> yeah. control. We told you we want you to do this. And we're begging you to overturn Obamacare. Could you do that for us? No. Why not? Because. Because why? It's mean. What do you mean it's mean? It's mean. We, you yeah. ran on eliminating Obamacare, <laughs> this atrocity that's taken over a sixth of our economy and ruined lives but and raised But then we'd race. also have to think of some way to replace it, and we don't really have anything. I don't so. care. Just 
Yeah. Can we go back to the way it was before <laughs> Obamacare? No. No. No, because it wasn't right. It wasn't perfect back then. John McCain, could you mm. vote on principle instead of your hatred of Trump? I'm a maverick, my French. Ugh, my French, his, I'm a maverick. That was his legacy as far as I'm concerned. I'm a maverick, my French. <laughs> I just, it's, it's a nightmare. It is. Where's the third it's a party? Nightmare. Libertarians, get your act together and get to D.C. now. Run good candidates, not people that just want to get high all the time. I'm not against that necessarily. I'm just saying have a different platform and get out there and support good candidates. And then, party. and then the few people that are in office who are really good, really exceptional, and have been since they were elected, people like Mike Lee, they're under fire nonstop, nonstop from their own party. Mm, I've heard in a liberal area i think it's salt lake i think it in it's either in salt lake or a suburb i don't know that um he had some good support at the caucus uh good 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 uh support really there. yeah so uh good so all here's right, good. hoping here's hoping all right so the convention should go well then in may we're hope. hoping hope so because <laughs> man they've really marshaled the forces against him yes they have in the republican party and, and that's what happens that's what happens to you when you when you hang on to your principles and you <laughs> eschew this the establishment and say no, I'm not gonna, I'm not going down Mitch McConnell Lane. No, not this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Mitch McConnell Lane. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, he's so worthless. <sighs> mm. And then we got rid of uh, what's his face Boehner a few years ago mm -hmm. and replaced him with somebody just as bad. And very quickly they were knocked out of the. Uh, Paul Ryan. Uh, yeah, it was Paul Ryan and then and then he was he was in the minority again and so he oh, didn't have all that long to do anything. But he wouldn't have done he didn't do anything while he was there. <sighs> Thomas Massey for Speaker of the House if the Republican Party wins in November. Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, he's the one who never stood happen. up against this COVID relief crap that's got fraud everywhere. Well, uh, yep. Yeah, it will not happen because he's too good. Yeah. Thomas Massey is too good. But that's why we've got this inflation. As you referenced earlier, it's because we continue to spend this money, pass these bills, have nothing behind them but a printing press. Well, that and Vladimir Putin, of and Vladimir Putin is Putin. doing it. Gosh. Putin. Gosh darn Putin. He's the guy over here at the Mint in Fort Worth. Yeah. Like when you take the tour and you look down there and it's then- It's Putin, Vladimir Putin. You're like, wait, that guy looks familiar. Who's that guy down there? Isn't that the president of Russia? Huh. What's <gasps> he doing here? Yeah, that's what? weird. That's weird. Saboteur! <laughs> Printing out all our money. That's really weird. Huh. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Grand Leash coming up. Pat Gray. Supposedly, this spring, the new management at CNN is getting rid of all the biased anchors reporters and all the uh, all the Biden administration officials that that broadcast every day so on who's CNN. who's going to be left to work there the nobody janitor? nobody oh wow seriously i don't know i was that's what i was thinking as i read the story is who would be left hmm. then because you'd have to get rid of their morning team of Allison Camerata who used to be at Fox and then became just a brainwashed minion at CNN and uh, John Berman, who is just a uh, douchebag. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Then you've got uh, 
I don't know, Jake Tapper? And maybe that's why he's starting maybe? to find his way to, you know, just delivering the news now in the last few months. Maybe. Hmm. But the likes of Brian Stelter would have to be gone, you would think? Oh, that guy. Uh, Lemon? Oh, yeah. Don Lemon? Oh, he gives him more time at the bar out there on Long Island. Right? Hmm? Uh, Who else? Who else we got there? So uh, Such a gross story. Uh, Cuomo's so gone. Uh, Cuomo's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, every Virtually everybody on the network would have to be gone. We'll see if that turns out to be the case. Huh. But that's what they're saying because, I get, you know, they were purchased by Discovery. Okay. And and then uh, Jeff Zucker left. And the new guy uh, the new guy apparently wants to just do news. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, speaking over the weekend, former President Donald Trump was talking about Joe Biden. Here's what he had to you say can about it. You take him. the five worst presidents in American history <laughs> and put history. them together and they would not have done the damage <laughs> Joe right. Biden has done in just 13 months. That's right. Right. <laughs> we have a president representing our country at the most important time in history who is physically and mentally challenged. <laughs> yep. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is a terrible atrocity that should never have been allowed to happen. It would have never happened. (laughs) I know I speak for everyone here tonight when I say we are praying for the proud people Mm -hmm. of Ukraine. They are going through hell. They are fighters and God bless them all. This is the friend of Vladimir Putin, though, right? Russia would not have dared to annex one inch of territory. That's right. If, if I was in yes. the White House, in fact, that's right. That's right. I never did it when I was there. That's right. Mm-hmm. And even like you played earlier, Bill Maher gets that too. Yeah, yeah. You don't suppose he's preparing for something, do you? In a couple of years from now, I. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Hmm. The game show guy. Yeah. Come on. Huh. huh. I don't know what that would be, but. No, and you know what else wouldn't be happening right now? Uh, Iran wouldn't be lobbing missiles at a uh, U.S. Uh, site in Iraq. Yeah. And I love how our State Department mm. was like, oh, that was just a mistake. They didn't mean to do that. And they're like, nah, we meant to do that. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I mean, we are so much weaker now with the changing of the guard there in D.C. Well, and as the negotiator from Iran said, we've already given them everything they ever wanted <clears throat> and more. We gave them everything in the negotiations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, uh, they know that this administration is completely worthless and spineless. They know that. It's a fire so, sale on America now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, just like that, we've got this meme. <laughs> we got this meme of uh, Joe Biden sitting on a park bench like Forrest Gump. <laughs> Uh, and the meme says, Democrats brought back the 1918 pandemic, the 1929 depression, the 1968 race riots, and the 1972 gas lines, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, golly. There they are. That's really true. Laugh is okay, laughing. we got the 1918 pandemic, sure enough. Okay. Depression is maybe a little bit strong for what's going on, but it could be a depression pretty much at any moment. Give it three months. The 1968 race riots, mm-hmm. yep, 72 gas lines, all at the same time. That's great stuff. Thank you, Jules, for that meme. 
Yeah, that's uh, we're living it all at the same time now, huh? And that's why a prehistoric vampire squid known for sucking has been named after President Joe Biden. Known for sucking? Sucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Biden had quite the honor bestowed upon him recently when an extremely rare and primitive prehistoric ancestor of the vampire squid with a soft body and ten sucker arms was named after him. <laughs> yes! <laughs> after being dug up in the 1980s in Bear Gulch, Montana, the squid wow. uh, reportedly sat in a drawer at the Royal Ontario <laughs> Museum in Canada for decades. Wow. Huh. So, so they, uh, they, they just finally got around to naming it. Yes. They okay. took it out, finally, of the drawer, decided to take a closer look at it. After examining the specimen, the scientist, Chris, Christopher Whalen, discovered what appeared to be 10 preserved arms with small <laughs> suckers attached to okay. them. Okay. Whalen, a paleontologist with the American Museum of Natural History in Manhattan, New York, was shocked by the discovery. That's incredibly mm. rare, he said. The 10 appendages, as opposed to 8, likely gave the species an advantage as a predator. Oh. When it allegedly roamed the ocean 328 million years yeah, ago. Yeah, the ocean that used to stretch from like the Gulf of Mexico to Canada, and it went through Montana where this yeah. uh, Biden sucker vampire thing hung out. Huh. Apparently inspired by President Biden's ascent to the presidency in 2021. Uh, this guy's a fan. Whalen decided to name the <laughs> primitive squid-like creature after him. Okay. <clears throat> That's great. Okay. I wanted to somehow acknowledge the moment in a way that was more positive and forward Oh, you did it. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, and then he, he didn't even think, okay, well, this thing sucks. sucks. <laughs> so I'm going to name it after Joe Biden. Uh, he thought he was doing it. Whom I'm a fan of. <laughs> so great. I was encouraged by the plans President Biden put forward to counter anthropogenic. Uh, yeah. I can never say that. That's okay, man. It's, anthropogenic it's climate change. I, I think it is just I, yeah. anthropogenic, right? Uh, and his general sentiment that politicians should listen to scientists. Mm, yeah, because they're always right. Yeah. We know that, don't we? And the science, of course, not changing. No, it never changes. Mm-mm. No, it, we just still need, you know, 15 days to flatten the curve. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. Just those 15 days There's one scientific will flatten the curve. fact that actually uh, relates to the story that, that does not change, and it's the fact that Joe Biden, uh, he did suck, he is sucking, and he will suck. So mm-hmm. there's that uh, there's unchangeable that. fact. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon, I agree. Boy, he, uh, Even though I don't know what the hell that is. But, um... I suck so much that I just say weird things at inappropriate times. And then I like to smell little girl's hair. Mm. Sniff Don't them. sniff them. Don't sniff them. Boy, I want to thank all of the uh, nursing home patients there in Wisconsin, 95 to 100%, who got out to vote. Make sure that they were part of this historic election that put Joe Biden into office. Thank you so much. With those 81 million votes. Right. Most of all time. Most right. of all time. Did you see that? There was a, one of the absentee ballots uh, was from uh, a guy who hasn't voted since the 1970s. And, really? Yeah. He, well, he's been institutionalized since the 70s. He's like, I've never voted. Never voted since I've been in here. And But he was so fired up. Yeah, apparently. He wanted to vote for Joe Biden. He didn't realize it. See, because he's, mm-hmm, he's oh, been in there for so uh-huh. long. He didn't realize he voted in 2020.
So he didn't even know he voted? Right. No, of course not. I mean, no. Isn't that crazy? He forgot. That's crazy. He forgot that he voted in 2020, Pat. Huh. What a you, nutty guy. Right. You'd think after not casting a ballot for 50 years, when you You'd finally get it. around to voting in a historic election. Yeah, because you love the guy enough right? to, to finally get off your dead butt and go out to the voting booth and uh, place your ballot. But I guess not. I guess not. I mean, it was so legit, though. Hey, this is interesting. The Pfizer CEO believes now. He now believes okay. that this is going to surprise you. A fourth dose of his company's COVID-19 vaccine is necessary. (laughs) I don't know about you. I'm stunned that the CEO of Pfizer has decided that Americans and the world need more of his product. Who's listening to this guy? More of the product your company sells? Who saw that coming? I would have thought you would say, no, you don't need any more of our product. Nope, you've had enough. (laughs) No, you're going to have to do a fourth. I wonder... If a fifth shot will ever be, because certainly not. Surely not. No, the science doesn't change. Appearing on Face the Nation yesterday, Pfizer chief Albert Bourla uh, said that he thinks the Pfizer vaccine will be needed annually. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Okay, so yes, then obviously a fifth and a sixth and a seventh, and you're going to do it every year. Much as the flu shot is administered now. Ta-da. He added that he believes a fourth shot of the vaccine will be required to prevent uh, infections. How, how old were you, Pat, when the left was skeptical of Big Pharma? Oh. And, and plans like this. You mean in 2020? Yeah. Like, do you I was, remember? I, I don't. You I don't was, remember. I think I was like 12. So, I think I was 12. So way back when you were 12. Yeah. Remember how the left was just like... That's hard to remember clear yeah, back then. Yeah. Because it was two years ago. So... <laughs> in fact, it was less than that. Because in November of 2020, they were still against the vaccine. Yeah. Because it was Trump's vaccine. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I just... Here's what he said. It is necessary. A fourth booster now. <laughs> the protection that you're getting from the third... It is good enough. Actually, quite good for hospitalizations and deaths. But he added, it's not that good against infections. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, this was going to keep you safe Mm -hmm. and protected, right? Eh, It's not that good against infections. Yeah. It was supposed to be 95%. Mm -hmm. What happened to that? Yeah, we're going to get everything's going to go back to normal. As soon as you just got to take the vaccine, then we're back to normal and we get this thing behind us. I love this whole statement. Listen to this whole sentence because there's a comma after infections. Oh, okay. It's not that good against infections, but doesn't last very long. <laughs> oh, why did you put but? You should say and it doesn't last very long, right? Because it's not like, okay, but here's a good thought. <laughs> it also doesn't last very long either. <laughs> and you'll need one every year. But we are just submitting those data to the FDA, and then we'll see what the experts also will say outside Pfizer. What my guess would be, and this would shock me <clears throat> because the federal government is invested in, in the patent on this particular drug, wouldn't it be a surprise if they say the fourth shot is necessary too, and it should? you should just get it every year now, just count on it every, every year, year like a flu shot it, it feels like uh you better get it every uh three hours i know in order to stay on top yeah and i guess uh, obama's got the covid now so um that's right mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, Obama got it. He's fully vaxxed, and he has the booster, and he got COVID-19. And what? so what does that mean to him? Oh, it's a good reminder. Did you get the shot? Did you get vaccinated? Well, wait, you just got the stupid virus it's supposed to prevent. What do you mean? It's a reminder to get it. (laughs) These people. Like I said, every three hours. People are unbelievable. Stay on top of that. Meanwhile, in Australia, the health minister encourages heart checkups after some tragic deaths have occurred. Now, why are you reading that story right now? Just uh, uh, nothing else to... Read, okay, I'm just know. trying to figure out if there was like a connection to what you just read. No, I don't know why you, you would think that. You mean to the to the vaccine? No, yeah, this is completely so, so, unrelated. Okay. So to now the vaccine. we're in a separate section of the show now. Yes. Okay. Got yes. It. So I should have probably made that clear. Yeah. We're delineating between right the the Pfizer the Pfizer shot and now these um, sudden deaths. Okay. Brought yeah. on by just nobody knows what. Want to be clear. Australian Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt has encouraged people over the age of 50 to go out and get their hearts checked after the deaths of Shane Warren and Labor Senator Kimberly Kitching, both 52, last week. Rod Marsh, former cricketer, also died recently on March 4th from a heart attack, age 74. It's a tragic reminder of the risk that people face in their 50s. Yeah, or 40s or 30s or 20s in some cases, huh? or teens for that matter. I don't know that that's... Like a... the two basketball players a few weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know that that's One was 15, one was 17, one was in Illinois, one was in Texas. They both dropped dead on the basketball court on the same day. Again, these are all separate. I mean, you just check your heart because <clears throat> you don't know. I mean, especially if, <clears throat> you know, you've had some sort of medical procedure lately a, mm-hmm. a shot or a well a shot you just get your heart checked yeah just do it it's a tragic reminder that the risks people face in their 50s and it's important yeah. to have our heart checked said the health minister all right well that's a helpful that's uh, just a helpful tip okay. good safety tip thank you yeah in australia for that because that's good reminder I haven't grown a third tail right is that that's the same country where you have to get a specific shot if you want to participate in society, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you do have to. I forget what it is. Right. Maybe the flu shot or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Again, but. I, I apologize um, as a producer of this program that we keep bouncing back and forth between <laughs> stories about this shot thingy. Right, which and, are not related. And the in heart stuff. Any on. way, shape, or form. Let me tell you about Keeps. Keeps uh, has you covered. If you're losing your hair... Uh, Keeps offers doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Mm -hmm. About 90% of the time, it stops the hair loss, and then two-thirds of men regrow hair. Although in this building, it's been 100% of the ones I'm familiar with. (laughs) Yes. Keith, uh, Jason, Uh Jason Buttrell, uh, he's regrown his hair, too. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. It's pretty great. Love it. Keeps Physicians also help you select the right products and treatments for your specific condition and hair goals. All Keeps treatments, all of their plans, are delivered right to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. Your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging so you can connect with your doctor about anything, anytime. With Keeps, you get quality expert care without visiting a doctor's office or a pharmacy. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or 
Just take better ca- uh, care of the health you have. Keeps has you covered. Hair loss stops with Keeps. To get 50% off your first order, go to keeps.com slash pat. That's K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Can we replace the music library, Corby, with just Pat Noise humming in here? And I think that would work be out. Great, wouldn't it? That would be good. Be great. Creative. Got some uh, tweets here. Jimmy Dimple's tweets. Pfizer's next booster. Third was for Omicron. This one's for You're a Moron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Comrade Snoobage, quarterly Pfizer vaccine shots for everyone. It's for your health. Mm-hmm. Pew, pew, one pew. How did the Obamasaya get a mortal disease? That's a good question. That is. Isn't he above us commoners? That's right. <laughs> and Michael P. tweets, uh, call me a conspiracy theorist, but is it possible that they made the vaccines mostly ineffective for the express purpose of making more money off of them? Oh, oh whoa, so whoa, cynical. Whoa whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're speaking about big pharma here. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Come you. on. And the government involved with in partnership with yeah. Big Pharma. Yeah. I'll thank you not to besmirch the good name of government. of government and Big Pharma. That loves you, Michael. They, they love protect you. you. Uh, Swank Thing Michael. tweeted out, uh, my ex, who is the same age, is wearing a heart monitor right now and oddly started having the cardiac issues after the shot. It's crazy how these obvious coincidences seem to be frequent. And then you've got mm. another uh, listener, Stephanie, who reached out and said, you know, she got the shot. She regrets it. And then um, wanted to start working out and just wanted to be safe after hearing all of these stories. Mm-hmm. And so asked the doctor, can I get my heart checked? You know, because I just want to be safe since I got the shot. Anyway, they've uh, recommended counseling for her uh, since she's Gosh so sakes. got this anxiety about uh, oh my getting gosh. back into a workout routine. I'd be a little pissed. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'd have a new doctor. Mm-hmm. That is Jeez. Cr- uh, unreal. Unreal. Does this doctor not look at any stories outside his little doctor universe there? Right. And, and regardless of that, Jeez. let's say he doesn't. Let's say the dude has lived under a rock and hasn't heard anything about any possible... Right. No possible right. side effect whatsoever. I want my heart checked. You're a doctor. Where do you right. want me to go? If I want my right. heart checked, you're kind of the guy to do that. No? Ugh. Wow. Jeez. And how do you not... I mean, Pfizer admits to these heart problems. So does Moderna. So does Johnson & Johnson. There are obvious problems with the heart thing. What was it called? The uh, Myocarditis? Yeah, the myocarditis. They've admitted to it. So you're crazy now if you bring it up? Yeah, we have the... Uh, Wow. Remember that one uh, place that said, look, young athletes, we're not going to uh, sign off on a physical for sports until mm-hmm. you get your heart checked first. All right. Which was prudent. It's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. I mean, it might not be prevalent in 80% of cases. It might be rare. I don't know, but it's happening. It's happening. Aren't we always told from the left if it just saves one life? Yeah, all the, all the time. 
But that doesn't apply. No, no, no. In this case. Not when it's something they want. Or to abortion. Because they don't want to save any lives when it comes to abortion. Uh, all right. Here's something, though, that can protect you against severe COVID-19 illness. Oh, good. Okay? Oh, I need this story. I'm always getting the COVID. A new study has found that moderate levels of physical activity can protect uh, protect against severe outcomes from COVID-19. Okay, not interested now. <laughs> A new study has found that moderate levels of physical activity in adults can protect them against severe outcomes, such as hospitalization, ICU admission, and death. Mm. But you have to exercise, Well, yeah, so you're not interested. Turn it off. But the Small Steps Strong Shield study found that adults with high or moderate physical activity levels had better health outcomes uh, after contracting the virus than those with little to no physical... We heard this during COVID from mm-hmm. somebody. Oh, yeah, from everyone. From Aver- yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, the research was an international collaboration mm-hmm. led by the University of Waterstrand oh. in Johannesburg, South Africa. Nice. That's where I go for all my studies now. Yeah, yeah for about the last six years. I've I, seen it. Yeah, I Bookmarked always go on your computer. to... To Witwaterstrand in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. I thought you had a miracle cure to stop this. You've got a, a, a plan of torture. You've got to <clears throat> exercise to, to ward off the... Yeah. So that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. But here's... This might help. Okay. Uh, pretty good news on the activity front. All right. Now, this study says you can get stronger muscles... In three seconds a day. <laughs> oh, yes! I need this one! No, I'm sorry. That's still too much work. What? That's too much effort. In three seconds! Yeah, you got to hold it for three whole seconds. What are you supposed to do? Clench your fists. Tense up your arms. Ooh, okay. I'm spent for the day now. Thanks. Oh, Ooh. Right? Now oh I'm going to be sore gosh. for a week. Oh, <laughs> I am. I'm spent. Woo. I don't know if we can finish the show. I shouldn't Woo. have tried that. Should not have tried it. All right, I'm going to go for a two-a-day here. You can get stronger oh. muscles in three oh, seconds my. a day. That wow. is... All right. I mean, that feel the burn, am I right? Feel the burn, yeah. Oh. It's burning all the way Woo. to my buttocks right now. That's how Woo-hoo. That's how tense I was. Wow, that's uh, yeah. quite a workout. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Gray. So Alec Baldwin filed legal papers Friday denying any responsibility for shooting dead Helena Hutchins uh, during the filming of that movie that he was doing. Um, it's a, it, this is really amazing. We haven't talked much about this because I thought, eh, you know, it's an accident and I'm not a Baldwin fan. I don't want to. You don't want to pile on. No, I don't want to pile on him when he, I'm sure it's... But this is insane what he has done since. Sure is. Denying that he either um, pulled the trigger or aimed the gun at her. Oh. Huh. That's interesting. But it was in your hand. So how does that work? 63-year-old actor insisted that every single mistake leading to the October 21st shooting... On the New Mexico set of Rust was, quote, performed by someone else, unquote. (laughs) His filing Friday also revealed that he made an exhaustive effort to get the crew back together to finish the movie. Are you serious? 
even after a flurry of lawsuits blamed him for her death. Wow. Uh, This is a rare instance when the system broke down and someone should be held legally culpable for the tragic consequences, his lawyer said. But that person is not Alec Baldwin. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. In fact, he went so far as to blame the victim who he shot dead for the crime or the accident, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) That is just... Her husband, by the way, her widower, is pissed. Yeah. And suing Baldwin. And I think probably the production company, as he should... The arbitration demand against Baldwin's fellow producers claims the star's contract protects him from any financial responsibility in a slew of lawsuits filed against him, including the wrongful death. Even without that clause, Baldwin was completely innocent in the unthinkable tragedy, according to the filing. Huh. Yeah, he says that uh, she showed me how to aim it. That is incredible. (laughs) Yeah, so he blames her. Mm Mm-hmm. For directing him in the movie. So I should hold it like this? No, no, hold it like this. Oh, my gosh. So now... And then it just suddenly went off. Oh. Huh. That's unusual. In fact, it doesn't happen. And I think what what he did was he pulled back on the the, uh, hammer. Yes. And released it. Well, of course that's going to fire the gun. That's how they work. Stupid. What are you, insane? You don't know that? Have you ever watched a Western in your life where they do this kind of shooting? <laughs> Come he, on. Uh, he is... He's he's terrible. How long is the, the delay today, Corby? Okay, <laughs> not long enough, I hear. What a reprehensible human being. Yeah, he is. Yep. Uh, Hutchins directed Baldwin in the rehearsal scene to determine how best... How best to angle the camera and what movements he should make for her to capture the cocked gun that the script had called for. Hutchins described what she would like Baldwin to do with the placement of the gun. She directed Baldwin to hold the gun higher to a point where it was directed toward her. So he's actually, literally, mm-hmm. blaming her for him shooting her dead. Hmm. This guy, I mean, you knew he was reprehensible before, but this goes beyond. Wow. All right. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Don't forget to sign up at blazetv.com. Use the promo code MoreUnleashed for $15 off your subscription because starting a week from today, it's Monday, March 21st, you'll get another segment of Pat Gray Unleashed. It's Pat Gray Unleashed Overtime. Yeah, and don't use the code UNLEASHED. It's more, more unleashed. unleashed. Got it? For $15 off. Wow, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Huh. Uh, Fitbit has recalled the Ionic smartwatch after reports of overheating and burns. Apparently it gets really super hot on your wrist. <laughs> that doesn't seem good. Good. That does not seem good. <laughs> no. What's that, the, seems, that seems suboptimal to me. It does. It does seem suboptimal. Yeah. Uh, huh. Huh. So what can you just like, uh, will they give you a refund or what's going on there? Uh, yeah. Well, they recalled. So yeah, you usually get a free one, right? Um, if, if it's recalled. Mm-hmm. 
A joint investigation <clears throat> conducted by both Fitbit and U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, the CPSC, addressed some 115 reports in the U.S. and 59 more interna- internationally of the lithium-ion battery inside the ionic overheating. 78 of those reports stated that U.S.-based users had received actual burns, second- and third-degree burns. Wow. Ouch. In some cases. <laughs> Yeah, that, ouch is that's, right. that, uh, that's an ouch. From their malfunctioning wearables, while another uh, 40 reports related to burns, burn injuries sustained by international users. There are four affected models, mm. uh, which were devices sold from popular retailers like Best Buy, Kohl's, and Target, as well as online sources, including Amazon and Fitbit directly. Mm. Both Fitbit and the CPSC are urging affected ionic users to stop wearing their smartwatches and to participate in the voluntary recall for which they'll receive a full refund okay that's about 300 bucks 299 dollars in the u.s wait a minute and a 40 percent discount on select fitbit devices wait. so you get your money back okay and 40 percent off something that you want to buy okay but with inflation being what it is is that 300 dollars? does that go about as far as it did when they bought it See what I'm saying? Because yeah, you bought this years ago. Right. Is that going to get no. you? No. That... I mean, not even. No. Right? No, you're not getting what your a money rip off. There. I want to even swap. Right? Or I'm suing. No, how how amazing that hmm. less than 100 of these cases, right? Yeah. And Apple, well, 115. 115 total. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Apple does a recall. But uh, how mm-hmm. many uh, people who got the shot have uh, suffered uh, <laughs> negative consequences and we're still rolling them out and requiring the mandates? That's right. Yeah. <coughs> yes. I hate this world so much. What a world. And we've said it before. We'll probably say it again. Yeah. Yeah. What a world. What a world. Meanwhile, uh, Novak Djokovic, number one ranked tennis player in the world, says he won't attend U.S. tournaments because of vaccination status. Are they still holding to that even here? I know um, they're doing it in Australia and some other places around the world. I thought we were dropping that nonsense. Well, I guess it depends on where the tournaments <coughs> are, because I know New York, uh, where the U.S. Open, right? That's, uh, that's held yes. Every September. Right. It's Forest Hills, New York. Yeah. So, so that might be a requirement there. Are they saying vaccination status is necessary? I don't know. Huh. Um. So he was included in the field for this week's Indian Hills Tennis Tournament in Southern California, but said that he can't enter the U.S. and Mm. won't participate. So he was entered, but he can't come into the U.S. Oh, that's what we're doing. Without being vaccinated, they haven't dropped that yet? No, because remember... Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was a Canadian thing, because the people that Uh, were living under Trudeau's iron fist Mm -hmm. were like, because we got a message from one of your listeners. That said, I can't come to the U.S. because I'm not vaccinated. So they were trapped there. That, <coughs> oh yeah, because that's right. Because in January there was this weird DHS thing <laughs> that kind of slid under the radar that said foreign travelers can't enter. In fact, the Pathetic. Ukrainian refugees are being turned away from countries because they're not vaccinated. They either have to submit to testing like every two hours on uh, the hour. Sorry, go back to your uh, yeah. home country and die, because uh, um, <sighs> there's a chance that you could get the virus and get sick. This is insanity. <laughs> Everywhere. I can't 
take it. I'm telling you, I know I've said this till I'm blue in the face, but 2022 is a watershed year for this kind of stuff. We're either going to be living totally free and, and drop these chains of ridiculousness by the end of the year, mm-hmm. or else this stuff's going to be everywhere, one or the other. <sighs> mm-hmm. 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 Don't forget to wear your mask on your plane until at least April 18th. However, if you're a politician working in Washington, D.C. in the Capitol... No need. No. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Djokovic was, of course, we talked about this at the time, he was deported from Australia in January uh, because officials there ruled that he was a danger to society. Oh, God! Oh God. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and they said he could energize the country's anti-vaccination movement. Uh-huh. The pro-freedom movement. It's all okay. in how you spin it, Australia. He was thus unable to defend his Australian Open title, which he has won a record nine times. Wow. Wow. That brings up an inter- interesting question. What happened to U.S. tennis players? Where are they? Where are the great U- U.S. tennis players? That's the big story You know who's here. one of the biggest ranked uh, players in the world? Uh, is uh, Michael Pelka's yes, uh, our his friend nephew. Michael Pelka, his yes, nephew. I, I saw him on a. Uh, I saw his name. Yeah, uh, he's oh, like twentieth in the world or yes. something, uh, and he's only twenty four. So Riley Riley, Riley Opelka. Opelka. Yeah, Hold yeah, on. he's like seven foot nine, and uh, <laughs> hits the ball like seven thousand miles an hour. Yeah. I just texted him. Uh, gosh, uh, back in uh, February twentieth, and I asked, "How's he doing?" Seventeen in the nation or in the world. Now. Oh, he's 17 seventeen now. Seventeen. That's awesome. How cool is that? Very. That's very cool. Riley Opelka. So Riley Opelka is is the great American hope right now. I love that. He and one or two other guys that are in the top thirty ish in the world. Um, but he's he's one of the mainstays. He was just in a uh, tournament final. I watched part of it, and then I got tired of it. I haven't watched turned it tennis off. in a while. How's John McEnroe doing these days? <laughs> is he good? He's doing pretty good from the yeah. booth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You what is he, 85? So. <laughs> 85. <laughs> well, speaking of 85-year-olds. Yeah. What are you doing here on a Monday? I showed up for the show, and then I realized it was time change weekend. I missed the whole thing. <laughs> I missed the whole thing. Well did, played, yeah. well played. Gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm sorry. Well, oh, thanks well. anyway. Yeah. Well, you'd yeah. still be late for the show, dumbass. It's, uh... <laughs> well, he's been spending... Said, you had to set it ahead, yeah. right? He's been spending a lot of time trying to get his hair to lay flat there, apparently, that. and losing that Dang. battle. Lost that battle battle. <laughs> <laughs> Got news for you. Have you... I know you're talking about sports, but have you seen, I mean, the big news, mm-hmm. right? The huge news mm-hmm. this weekend. <laughs> Tom Brady. Yep. Coming back to the Bucks. That's I amazing. can't believe Out we forgot to mention baby. that so far. Out of retirement. Awesome. Unretired. Had That's enough. good news for Tampa after, Bay. After mm-hmm. after two months with the family. Uh, yeah, I got to go back. <laughs> That's what I, I was thinking, too. Back. Yeah. Yeah, no. I love you, but You know, he's moping around the house going, I can't do this. <laughs> he's, they've been I, traveling. He's been selling his Giselle Brady wear. Or, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is Gazelle, Giselle, whatever your stupid name is. I can't hang out with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you look good. Hey. I'm still, I you can't do it. Say. Thank I you. can't do it. There was, a, there was exactly a, what they say, my friend. That's what they and say. that holds true. There was kind of a hint that this was coming because the night before. <clears throat> yeah, well, did a you couple, see, a couple okay, of so days. Okay, so I didn't send this video in, but he went to a soccer game yeah and he's exchanging jerseys or whatever yeah. with the guy and the guy goes the soccer guy who i'm sure everyone cristiano. knows but me oh, yeah. oh was it wasn't really oh i didn't realize it like it was I who cristiano okay oh. so he goes uh so you're done right and brady goes eh, yeah 
Angeles? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, because you could just kind of off mic a little bit. He's, his facial there, expression was like, eh. And there were reports last week that he was, oh, uh, was there? You know, coming back to possibly another team. But, mm. you know. Uh, but nope, he's coming back well, to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Well, Tampa said if. Uh, yeah, he's under contract. From, the coach from Tampa said uh, if Tom comes back, uh, it'll be with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd make a paltry $10 million if they don't restructure his contract, though. Just $10 million. I don't know. I mean, anything to get out of the house. worth it to come back? Anything no. to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll probably restructure his contract. Because that's what they've been doing lately is, you know, trying to keep him up with yeah. the rest of the quarterbacks. I mean, the he, he takes the – you talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers comes back. Huge news. Yeah. Uh, $50 million a year. What's his face from Seattle? Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to Denver on the big trade, Russell Wilson big trade, and all of that huge news. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz from Indianapolis gets gets out. You know, the Redskins, and, uh, Tom Brady. Tsh, I'm coming <laughs> back. I'll I'll take the news over yeah. for you. Okay, uh-huh. no big deal. Did you mm-hmm. see that the guy who paid he, earlier yesterday morning, a guy pays five hundred eighteen thousand dollars for Brady's last NFL touchdown pass? Oh, that hurts. And then later nice. that day, uh, yeah, that wasn't. I still, I still there though. Last, last asterisk. Okay. Uh, no. Asterisk. That's that's completely worthless now. No, it's it's virtually worthless. First retirement. Last touchdown pass before the first retirement. I guess you could go that direction. Uh, This is his last football (laughs) touchdown pass. From his first retirement. <laughs> honestly, honestly, the guy who had that ball, remember he had to give it back to security and they paid him off, basically? Oh, that, that was the Mike Evans. Oh, that's catch. a different one. That's a touchdown Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, that guy ended up getting more for that ball than yeah, it was this huge. guy's worth now. Yeah, he made a bunch of stuff for that. Wow. I mean, so he's going to set so many records and go so far ahead of everybody that I know. maybe those records will never be broken. It's just incredible, though. Yeah, it is incredible. It's almost Amazing. like he's the greatest of all time. It's almost like that. It is. Yeah, and seven Super Bowl wins. It's almost like he's really good. Almost. He has more Super Bowl titles than any team has. <laughs> right? I mean, Jeez. how many has he been to now? Uh, uh, ten. Ten, right? Ten. I mean, holy cow. Ten in a, what, 22-year career? I mean, I would say that's pretty good. Really, I'd say that's a, not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not that? bad. What was that stat uh, I had? And uh, he's only making 10 mil this year. <laughs> What was that stat where he has more um, more playoff wins than pretty much every team? Maybe there was one extra in there. Oh, anyway, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm sure he does. That. Let's see here. Yeah, he was still wandering around though, ticked off that he didn't go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I know he's so competitive that he's got seven titles. He's been there ten times, so he's finished second three times. Not enough. First. Seven times, he's still incredibly pissed if he misses out. (laughs) Incredible. He's a competitor. Uh, He is. I love that. He is. Uh, All right. (laughs) Got this interesting story here from NASA. They're giving employees the option to choose preferred gender pronouns in in email communications. So NASA's done now. They're done. You might as well just close it down. Shut down the shop. You know, because the party's over at NASA. Mm. They close Boy, it down. I miss the good old days of uh, mm-hmm. of NASA, um, their primary focus under Obama. Those were good times right? when, when, <laughs> when they made sure that they were supposed to go out and 
teach Muslims to be right. proud of their math history. Right, right. Why can't we get those days why, back? Why don't we get those back? Nope. Now it's preferred gender pronouns <laughs> and email communications. Help us. The nation's civil space program, whose stated purpose is to develop and fund space technologies that will enable future exploration and benefit life on Earth. Said at a press release Thursday, it had completed an IT project at its Goddard Space Flight Center that would give employees the option to share their preferred pronouns in official emails. That's fantastic. Good. Now it's fixed. Now we'll get to Mars. Okay, now we can finally get all the way to Mars because people can choose their preferred pronouns in emails through an effort to create a more inclusive workspace. NASA recently completed an IT project at Goddard Space Flight that allowed approximately 125 employees to test the option of including their gender pronouns. <laughs> they had to do a test, a dry run, only yeah. your government. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because the display field now only includes <laughs> name, the center you work in, okay, and an organizational code, not your preferred pronouns. How can you even send and an it, email? I don't had know. to fix that. The learnings from this test will be used to inform the advance, advancement of diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. Good. That's great. NASA is fully committed. You're going to really be happy to hear this. NASA is fully committed to supporting every employee's right to be addressed by their correct name and pronouns. Good. Good. All NASA employees currently have the option and flexibility to include their gender pronouns in their customized good. email signature blocks. And this is a long time coming, yeah, right? Because sure we've been doing this it for sure, a good sure two, is. three weeks now. This option remains unchanged and is supported by NASA leadership so that employees can share their gender identities and show allyship <laughs> to the LGBTQIA2 plus yeah. community. Wow. Well, I mean, we had the, the undersecretary of the Air Force this weekend uh tweeted out uh, a great conversation with our lgbtq initiatives team Uh, they're asking the hard but necessary questions that will ultimately make us stronger more inclusive department of the air force we are so and what are the what are the necessary questions i didn't i didn't watch the we're we're oiling up that uh, great american fighting machine for uh aren't we though oh yeah yeah because get this not only are we doing those things for nasa and Department of the Air Force. Department of the Air yeah. Force. <laughs> U.S. Army mandates now uh, trainings to. Uh, they're mandating training to help soldiers shake off their sex assigned at birth. <laughs> oh, help us! We're done. Good night. Turn off <laughs> the lights, man. The party's over. Yeah, that's just the uh, sex I was assigned with at birth. That doesn't mean anything. Because <laughs> in my head, I feel like a bird. I mean, I'd like, I to, like I'd like to believe that if we wanted to take over Ukraine, we could do it a little bit faster than Russia. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Not now, but, because look at this. I mean, do we take a time out? Hey, we can stop. I need a quiet day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen uh, up, maggots. I don't care what sex you think you are. <laughs> I mean, this is out of control, man. Completely. Oh, oh uh, wasn't there a song, I'm Just a Bird? Nelly Furtado. Oh yeah, I haven't yeah. heard a song from Nelly Furtado. That's in that's what I. I'm I'm like a bird. I only fly away. I don't know where my soul is. I I don't know where my home is. This and, is deep in my playlist. I haven't heard it. In and a while. baby, all I need for you to know is mm. I'm like a bird. I'm I'll only fly away. Yeah. 
I don't know where my soul is. I don't know where my home is. Mm -mm. All I need for you to know is I'm like a bird. (laughs) Wow. I mean, okay. Okay, so there's preferred pronouns, but there's no preferred species on there. Where's my preferred species line? I appreciate you pointing out stuff that matters, Pat. Yeah. There's There's not enough room on the email. To put that on there, yes. Yeah, so we got to do a dry run for that. <laughs> I can't believe what is going on in this country. Now, the Washington Free Beacon has reportedly obtained slides from a brand spanking new policy on the military service of transgender persons and persons with gender dysphoria training presentations. Last month, officers were educated so they might school their subordinates. The material was provided by a high-ranking officer in the Army Special Forces. The required training will inform Army personnel on the record changes to the DOD and Army Transgender Service Policy. Good, yeah. They got scenarios if someone comes up to you. I'm kind of surprised they were able to call it gender dysphoria. That's not that's oh. not cool anymore, is it? Not really. Called it gender dysphoria? That makes it sound like something's wrong with me. Oh, see? Doesn't it? It sure does. I want that to change right now. (laughs) The Army Directive 2021-22 changes the services, retention, separation, in-service transition, and medical care standards for transgender personnel and refines entry criteria for individuals with gender dysphoria. There they use it again. Man, this is out of control. They use it again. And it just continues. And it it goes through scenarios. If an officer is approached by a subordinate who says, I feel like I should be in this locker room or in this, uh, you know, quarters. So you can, like, if you're a man, you can say you're a woman and bunk with the women? Yeah, we're we're literally living. What if uh, I call someone a bird brain? Clingers mash. Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, if you're identifying as a bird, that's That wouldn't bother me because I'm like a bird. Right. I'll only fly away. I don't know where my soul is. I don't know where my home is. I And baby, and I hesitate to call you baby. Please, don't do that. <laughs> All I need for you to know is I'm like a bird. I'll only fly away. Like I said. But I'll fly bird. back uh, tomorrow and be on this roost <laughs> most of the same time, place. We'll see you there.